In what appears to be a major win for conservation, the United States has declared the entire Arctic Ocean off-limits to oil and gas leasing. The move announced by the Biden administration overnight is part of a sweeping plan to protect 16 million acres of land and water in Alaska. But it comes as the White House is also poised to approve one of the largest ever multi-billion dollar oil developments on federal land. Abigail Dillon is an environmental lawyer and president of the environmental justice group Earth Justice and is my guest this morning. Abigail, welcome. Thank you for so much for having me. What can you tell us about Joe Biden's plan to block future oil and gas leasing in the Arctic Ocean? How significant is the announcement? Well, we welcome the announcement. It really finishes the job that President Obama um, began in his term when he put the Chukchi Sea off limits. This um, takes some closer in coastal waters off limits to development in the Beaufort Sea. And so it really um, completes a moratorium on offshore drilling in the Arctic Ocean. And, and, and that's a good thing. I will say that there aren't current plans to develop it. Uh, there are very few remaining leases there, so it's not resolving an urgent problem, but these are waters that are adjacent to state waters that are still under development. And so it, it does limit um, or, or put off the table the potential for future development. That said, this is really about uh, trying to take the sting out of what is a massive drilling project that has now been approved as of today. And so while Earth Justice has long worked to put the Arctic Ocean off limits to oil and gas drilling, uh, and we welcome that, it, it, it doesn't and cannot compensate for the drilling that has now been allowed to go forward onshore. So are you referring here to the project called Willow? I am. This is ConocoPhillips' um, massive oil and gas project that would that's slated to get uh, on nearly 600 million barrels of oil out of the Western Arctic. It's been described by some who oppose it as a ticking carbon bomb. Why? Well, it would uh, just open up uh, the rest of the Western Arctic. It is itself a project that would generate oil through 2050 uh, at a very large scale when the scientists of the world are telling the leaders of every nation that we can't afford any of these kinds of development at this point. Um, so this is, this is a project that standing alone has global significance and it also is the infrastructure that opens up uh, the possibility for even greater drilling for years to come. Does it derail the government's ability to meet its climate goals? The U.S. is trying to exert international leadership and trying to convince countries around the world to transition to clean energy. And so greenlighting a project of this scale is directly counter to credibility in that context. And it does undermine what the Biden administration is trying to do, and certainly its commitments to stop drilling on public lands. This is the opposite of climate leadership. It's hard to imagine a project that exemplifies 
extreme energy at this late stage of the climate crisis, uh, the detail that always gets me, and I have had the privilege of going to this place in the world where the permafrost, where the permafrost is actually melting now and releasing methane, ConocoPhillips is going to have to install chillers, essentially air conditioning in the ground, just to make this infrastructure stay uh, afloat and to be able to to drill for the next 40 years. It's just, um, it's too late for projects of, of this kind. And so I think it, it absolutely undermines the administration's credibility and it makes it that much harder for them to uh, deliver on their promises to Americans and to the world. Are Joe Biden's uh, conservation measures in the Arctic very openly an olive branch or a concession to environmentalists who oppose the Willow Project? Are they being framed like that? I think they're being framed as a a token of their commitment to protecting this important place in the world. Um, and these are uh, important areas that the conservation community and and Alaskan natives have long wanted to protect. That said, um, to the to the you know again to the to the extent that this is trying to paint a nuanced picture of both conservation and um, some continued drilling, it's not succeeding. That's not what the, that's. This is such a very very big and destructive project that. Protecting the ocean from potential but not current threats is is cold comfort. And what's even, I think, more disturbing is that they're saying that they will take action in the coming months, perhaps years, to, to protect uh, the very special areas within this reserve that's being drilled. But there are no details. And, and you know, we work closely on these issues. We're in close touch with the Interior Department. We've heard nothing about how that would take shape. And, and of course, it's coming after the approval of this project, which could go forward any day now. And so uh, this feels like, at best, a very um, wrong-headed sequencing. You would want to protect the areas before allowing any oil companies to come into them. And, and we just don't know what kinds of protections are under consideration. And the fact that this drilling is being permitted uh Contrary to all of the commitments that the administration has made, I, th I think is um, causing concerns of, uh, about what will actually materialize. Abigail, thank you for your time this morning. Thank you so much for, for speaking with me. Abigail Dillon is an environmental lawyer and the president of the environmental justice group Earth Justice. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app. Hi, podcasters. Just thought I'd give a quick shout out to The Science Show. I read your text, so I know you all love a good science story. Of course you do. So check out The Science Show with the fabulous Robin Williams on the ABC Listen app or wherever you get your podcasts.